Hi, you're listening to the Road to a Billion podcast. I'm your host, Stefan Georgi. Since 2011, I've sold over $700 million worth of products for both clients and my own companies. I've also founded or co-founded eight different businesses that have grossed between seven to nine figures in revenue. Today, I focus a lot of my time on teaching, training, and mentoring the next generation of freelancers and entrepreneurs. And that's why I created The Road to a Billion, a call-in radio show style podcast where I answer people's questions on mindset, business ownership, scaling funnels, copywriting, and more. If you want to submit a question, then check out the show notes to learn how, or visit me at stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe to opt into my email list. And every week, you'll get a link to join the live call-in show. And with that being said, let's go ahead and get started. Hey guys, in today's episode, you're going to learn one major thing you should look for in any business idea to ensure big success and profits. The healthy fear that will keep you relevant, thriving, and highly involved in your industry as time passes. The top three tips for anyone looking to start their own business or become an offer owner. Enjoy. So what are the things you look for in a business idea, offer, etc., to see if it has potential to scale big and make big money? Uh, I just pick big markets. Like, um, you know, like when we jumped into the health and wellness space, we knew that a large majority of Americans were fat and overweight and obese and spent a ton of money to buy products like this. So I definitely want to take a big market first that I know people are willing to spend a lot of money in as kind of like a first, you know, first one to think about. Um, I think about like if you can build in unfair advantages or you have some advantage that over, um, you know, over a market that, that, that maybe some don't have, um, you know, but yeah, I would, I would just pick a big market, like for us, health and wellness. And it was also personal as well. I mean, Chris was really a big believer in paleo and keto. So, you know, during the times when things weren't working, it kept him kind of motivated to kind of, or a bigger pro, you know, a, a bigger problem to solve. We want to help a hundred thousand or 500,000 women, you know, uh, regain their, their sense of uh, pride, you know, wh- whatever it is, but I pick big markets first and then just figure out like, can I build uh, can I pick a, a very small segment of that big market and, and make a business out of it? So I would encourage you to think think in terms of like, where is where's the money flowing? Where are people readily and willing to spend money on certain products or ideas or topics? Yeah, no, I think that's, that's a great answer. Um, and hopefully Marcus, that helped you too. I know you're in a place of bad reception, but glad uh, we were able to answer it. Beautiful. Um, Next up, yeah. we have... Molly Levitt, and she wants to know about upcoming trends in the next five years of internet marketing. Hey, Molly. Hey. How's it going? Thanks for taking my question, Ed. I appreciate that. Um, Yeah. um, Yeah. So thank you so much for all this information. It's really super. Um, I am brand new, and um, I just wanted to check in and see if you had any thoughts about trends. Man, um, not so much trends, but I mean, I am, I am super bullish on uh, however you want to define it, e-commerce, internet marketing, um, you know, however you want to define the space that we're in. I am so bullish because what I know to be true is that there are just, you know, n number of new places to promote your product, whether it's TikTok, whether it's, you know, um, Emily yesterday said she was crushing it on native networks, but 
what, what I know to be true is there, there are going to be continually new places to, to market your product, which is super cool. And just the rate at which the tools available to us as marketers just seem to get, seemingly to get better and better and better and better. Like, I mean, I'm enamored with, you know, SMS cart abandons. I'm enamored with the idea of sending physical mail out to people. I mean, so, so we, we do live in a world, a marketing world where we're just like new marketing ways to reach customers is, is happening all the time, different ways to engage them whether it's over email, whether it's direct mail, whether it's physical location. So um, I don't know that there's trends so much, it's just, but we have a very quickly growing, exciting, dynamic space to work within. And it just opens up huge opportunities for people that can see that stuff and leverage it. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, health and wellness is always a big trend. Um, you know, financial crisis, I'm sure the preppers are going preppers are going crazy right now with, with what's happening with pandemic stuff. So I think if you're open and like listening, like to the, what's happening in the world, you can, you can do particularly well if you keep both ears open. So welcome to the space, Molly. Like, it's really great to have you. And it's a, it's a, it's, you'll find really cool people here that are doing really interesting things. And yeah. So. Oh yeah, that. for sure. I, gr I joined this really great mastermind. So I'm really excited. What's it called? <laughs> about that but yeah, yeah thank you for that i appreciate your thoughts on it awesome it's been, been great thanks thanks molly sure. um so, quickly yeah well i want to get to more questions but um i would say it was interesting i was talking with um my wife laura and her her cousin who's a doctor like he's a um like an er doctor and remember him at the wedding yeah yeah you met him yeah he co-officiated paul so he's out here in vegas because they're getting they're getting married um on october 1st and uh Sedona they're doing they're originally gonna do a whole elaborate wedding now they're kind of eloping but yeah this bachelor party his wife comes in or his fiance comes in today and, and so we've been seeing him a lot um but they're talking about TikTok because he's made a couple of videos on TikTok that have just gone like you know million and a half views two million views oh, and it's like wow. him just like not knowing what he's doing and like one thing there and I don't have TikTok at all currently but um like on my phone but but it was like Laura and him were both talking about how it's like the same way when you look at like Instagram and you're like, Oh, I wish I'd gone on Instagram five years earlier or right. like YouTube or whatever it is. It's like, they're like, that's happening right now on TikTok. So like, why would you not at least explore and play with TikTok? And then TikTok's not, you know, that will get supplanted by something else, but it's like, totally. I, I get like, as I get older, I mean, I'm really just getting active on Instagram in the last like month or two. Cause I have an executive assistant who's like posting stuff for me, you know? Um, I mean, we talk about what she's going to post and, but like, um, but I'm like, you know, it's so stupid. I was just so like, resistant to Instagram for like, a long time. Cause I'm like, well, I'm like, I become curmudgeon-y in my old age, you know? And it's like, I don't know why. Okay. It's like, I gotta stop doing that. No, it's, I think it's, you know what it is, dude? Like a deep fear of mine is not being relevant in the space. Yeah. Because the rate at which this stuff happened, you know, like, well, back in 2001, like nobody cares. Nobody cares about 2001, bro. Like, well, I created this company. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Yeah. So like, do you remember NetBlue? No, no, nobody does. Um, and so I think part of what keeps me active in this space is really just I'm fear driven that I don't mm. want to be left behind because um, I, I feel like it's easy to the older you get, you know, you have a different interest. I'm going to go gardening or chickens or whatever I want to do. It's easier to kind of lose focus because the rate at which this stuff is happening is so quick um, that I always want to keep up to date with like, you know, what's the latest way to market to somebody um, or the latest channel, like you said, TikTok or the latest service. So um, I'm desperate to stay ahead of the curve or at least stay with the curve. I don't want to be like one of those guys that's like, 
you know, like, you guys remember MySpace? Like, yeah, that was great. Like, nobody cares, dude. So um, that's a good motivator to to stay relevant in the space and just, like, continually be involved. So, yeah. yeah. I, yep. Totally agree. Totally agree. But I think that's a good, healthy motivator, really, in a way. It's a healthy fear. Um, yeah, for it's sure. valuable. Next, we got Luffy wants to know uh, top three tips for somebody who wants to start a business. Or their own offer or business. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you're letting Luffy ask, like I asked you to do. Luffy, what's up, buddy? Hey, hi, Stefan. Hi, Ed. Hi, Scott. Hey. Luffy. Yeah, so I guess that's just a question like that. There isn't, isn't really like a genesis of the question. Just wondering, like, based on your experience, like, what are the top three advice or tips that you have for someone who's looking at becoming an offer owner or starting their own business? Well, I think, I think first off, like think of a space that you want to be in long-term, like, um, you know, so something that, that, that you generally get pleasure out of being in. So if it's like, for us, it was a health and wellness space. Like it just felt good to know that we were actually changing people's diet and making them healthier. So like, um, that would be the first thing, like, you know, don't run into a space where it's like, oh, I'm going to arbitrage, you know, um, I don't know, porn sites or something. And it sounds good, but like you ultimately don't want to tell your friends about it. But like, you know, so, so pick a space that you can see yourself being in for 10 years. Um, next, um, you know, learn how the game is played. Like learn, if you see an ad, click through in that ad and try to figure out, reverse engineer, like what is it, what, what is their mousetrap to, to create cash flow? Um, and then number three is just be willing to kind of um, copy what works. Um, don't, there's no, there's very little original ideas in this space. So pick a space you love, um, reverse engineer who you want to be like, and you can see that. And then um, the third one would be copy them and be willing to kind of like continually iterate and make changes until you get there. Um, it's, you know, for some people it, it seems like an overnight success. Uh, it's pretty rare, but normally you know, you're going to stick at it for a long time uh, to, to finally like eke out some semblance of, of success. So be willing to kind of like stay for the long run because more often I think a lot of the, how this stuff is taught, like business building, like, hey, run your own business. It's easy. Come do it in three months. No, it's not. It's, it's like never how it works. It's just like long hours of like thankless, <laughs> hopeless work that when applied over time, create something beautiful. Um, so I don't know if that helps, but I hope, hope it does. Okay, good. Uh, maybe just a follow-up question. So how do you get clarity on like what you actually enjoy in like the next 10 years? Because that's like a really long time for you to commit to something. I don't know, like what, what genuinely brings you joy? Um, I mean, you know, it could be a hobby that you have. It could be websites that you go to. It could be any number of things. I, I, I guess that's really a personal question for you. You know, like... Um, like I said, for me, the bug that I had in me was like, why do people buy stuff? And so that is the itch that I kind of like continually want to scratch. And so, um, and then, you know, we got further applied to the health and wellness space. Like Chris and I were new in the health and wellness space six years ago. Prior to that, we were like doing lead gen and, and CPA deals for Columbia House, Netflix, and these kind of guys. But um, yeah, it's, it's a personal question, man. Like, what do you love to do? And can you leverage that into a business? Um, Hopefully you can. Cool. Okay, got it. Thanks. Awesome. Thank you, Luffy, for uh, for that question, my friend. Great um, question. Thanks. Yeah. All right. That's just about it for today. Before we finish, though, let me share a little bit more about how you can stay in touch with me. 
I have a private email list where I share high-level tricks, strategies, and insights about copywriting, entrepreneurship, mindset, and more. In fact, often my podcasts are based on topics I first emailed out to my list weeks or even months earlier. So if you want to get brand new stuff from me every single day, go to stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe. These emails are often upwards of a thousand words and I send them every day. So make sure you really can commit to engaging with me on that level. But as long as you can, and you should, because I do drop a ton of value in these emails, go apply to join my list today. And again, the web address is stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe. And in case you don't know how to spell my name, which is okay, it is S-T-E-F-A-N, Paul, and then my last name is georgi, G-E-O-R-G-I.com. So stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe, and I will see you in my email list.